Lab Rats. Welcome to Send This to Trace. I'm Hannah. I'm Emily. And we're two best friends who are recapping one of our favorite shows, CSI Crime Scene Investigation. Join us as we make our way through the top 50 ranked episodes and get a heaping dose of 2000s nostalgia along the way. Let's get to it! Woo! That won't go in it. <laughs> Welcome back to Send This to Trace Lab Rats. What's up, guys? We hope you've had a wonderful week and that oh, it's everything's going well for you. <laughs> okay, there was something in the water this week because I swear, everybody I've talked to... For the love. I don't know if it's because it's Christmas time and we're all busy or and what it is. extra crazy. But I tell you what, last week about Dominion. It is rough. I went home from work on Thursday and I was like... I can't do another day. Like, I can't, I can't do <laughs> I it. I did, thankfully, and it wasn't so bad, but yeah. Thursday, that killed me. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, Oof. Thursday, yes. Something about Thursday was bad. Yeah, and I, bad. I'm starting to, like, pull together all my work stuff for my maternity leave and, like, trying to get everything, like, oh, yeah. got, and I was like, I'm a little stressed about it, oh. but it'll be fine. Because you're going to, like, do, fine. like, a little bit of stuff on maternity leave. Well, I technically can't, legally. Oh. But, and they don't want me to have to, so they're kind of going above and beyond to make sure I don't. I've told oh. them, though, I'd be like, listen, I was like, I don't care to do this. It's going to take me like five minutes. Yeah. I'll probably welcome it, honestly, by the yeah. time that comes around, but we'll just see how it goes. I'll take my computer home if I need it, so. Yeah, just in case. But anyway. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so that's where I'm at. We went to Ben's Christmas party for his work on Friday night. Oh, I wanted to show Trent that. In Sequoia Hills, so it was like super mega fancy. Oh. And like, it was a townhouse. And it was like the nicest, like, oh my gosh, these people have such have such a nice house. Oh wow, it was so pretty. Fancy. Anyway, we didn't get home till like ten o'clock. I was falling asleep in the car. What I was. I took a shower. I laid down in bed, and I don't remember anything <laughs> after that. It's kind like Ben said that I, I was snoring, and he recorded me. But bless <laughs> it. Anyway, so I I don't remember taking my contacts out, but I did. I okay, guess. Okay, good. I. Ben had to turn my lamp off and plug my phone in for me. And he told me that he said, like, I plugged your phone in. You know, you're good. And I was, and he said, he said, I was like, thank you. And then, like, immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and I usually prop myself up with two pillows while we watch TV. Mm-hmm. And I put the second one in the floor when I'm actually time to go to bed. I never did that. So I just <laughs> pillows. It's like I was drunk. I was so tired. It was like I was drunk. I was like, this is stupid. Yes. I hate it. Did you sleep good though? Oh yeah. No, oh, yeah. I slept like a rock. That's, that's always good. Yeah, no, it was like 4 a.m. and I was like, oh, this pillow is still here. And you're like, oh. And you just like wake up in like one spot. Like, How did I get here? Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, Friday night we both worked. Mm-hmm. And so Trent gets up uh, like 4 o'clock in the morning and then I get up a little bit after. Mm-hmm. And we both worked and we come home and went to uh, the, the pizza place. Pizza place. Yeah. And it was it was so nice. Mm-hmm. Like it was like the the jazz players. Like, Love uh, it. Yeah. And so we sat at the bar um, with our favorite little bartender. Cute. Um, she's the one that like bought us the tickets and like mm-hmm. we paid her back and stuff. And and she reserved us a seat. Aww. It's a small restaurant, so like yeah. every seat was filled. That's sweet. And um, she told us about it, and uh, so we sat at the end of the bar, and. Trent was higher than a cot uh-huh. by the time we left. <laughs> Not literally uh, high, as no, no, in no. drunk. <laughs> no, no, no. He had a few adult beverages. Yes. I am always the DD. There you go. <laughs> so, um, nothing nothing sketchy, nothing bad. Um, and 
I knew he was going to be passed out yeah. uh, by the time we got to the interstate. Mm-hmm. Within 20 minutes. He That's was hilarious. And we didn't get home until like 12, 31 o'clock. Dang. And I was like, we, we were too you old for party this. animals. I know. We went to work and stayed out Look late. At that. Yeah. No, it hit like I 9 o'clock at these like people's f- house. And I was like, I, Ben, I'm going to go home. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, I sleep. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I slept hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We we just brushed our teeth and went straight to bed. Uh-huh. Like, let the girls out. And we then, were no out. No. Yeah. Well, it's looking. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> Look at us going out on a Friday right. night to little parties and after working all day. Places. Oh. Yes. <laughs> we're becoming adults. Well, kinda. <laughs> we're like thirty years old, and this is like this is like. Look at us go. Trent looked at the time, and it was like ten o'clock our time because uh-huh. we're in Central. Yeah. And he was like, "It's our bedtime." Yeah. Of course, we didn't leave until probably another hour after yeah. that. And <laughs> he was like, it's bedtime. I'm it's like, bedtime now. Yeah, we're usually not up this late. No. <laughs> Especially no, 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 after no. we've worked. Oh, Lord, it's sad. It's a rarity for me to make it past 930 anymore. Yeah. That's yeah. my that's my cutoff. I try not to text you later than that, and sometimes I forget. I mean, it, I don't have any alerts on or anything like that, oh, okay. so like, so I won't even see it if I'm not awake. Okay. But anyway... Shall we jump into yes. the CSI so that's episode? Our life. That's our life right now. We we can barely Christmas hang. exhaustion. People are in a mood. Third trimester. Mm-hmm. I made my appointment for my uh, hospital admission, like pre admission. Oh yeah. Which was I was like, oh shit. I was like, I have to actually like go to the hospital, yeah. and the baby has to like actually come out. <laughs> we actually have to. I do have those. to like actually do this, and I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I actually I saw wanna. like a video. It's like the realization of like when you actually have to push this baby out. Yeah. And you're like, uh, uh, we have to do what now? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I've not gotten like too panicked yet because I've still got like you'll do good. I've got like ten weeks to go, but really, this pregnancy is like I hit thirty by. weeks yesterday. Get it, girl. I know. And you're a gorgeous. <laughs> and you're so healthy. You. <laughs> and this baby's going to be the healthiest. I saw um, I saw pictures of me from the Christmas, Ben's work Christmas party. And I was like, oh. Hannah. But I get maternity pictures on Tuesday. So I was like, I want my baby shower, or my baby shower pictures, my maternity pictures before I blow up like a balloon. So it's not just like a massive stomach and me. I mean, I have a stomach. But while I still kind of have some definition. (laughs) Honestly, I know you've got like 10 weeks left. And there is still plenty of room to grow as far as like your belly. But like, you are just perfect. Oh, thank you. You're you're just beautiful. I told my boss, I was like, I don't want to grow anymore. I was like, I kind of like how I look pregnant now. (laughs) I don't want it to You might get a little more rounder. Like more, like just like, and it may look like you're a little bigger. But you just may get a little rounder. But She's moving, grooving, and dancing, and yeah, dancing on the yeah. ladder. Uh huh. Yeah, she just punched it right before I started talking about the maternity pictures. So oh, that's fine. I hate when she does it. Yeah, she got better about it, but <laughs> cut it out. Like we're gonna have to slow down. Kick there. up here. Don't kick down here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this episode of CSI is yes. called "Ending Happy." We're still at the end of season seven. We got this episode, and then we and have then one more. One more, the finale. Yeah, I feel like we've been in this season. Like, we've been in this, this season time. for like <laughs> mo- literally months because there's like eight of them. That's true. So yeah. I'm kind of as much as I love this season, I'm ready to like move on to something else. Yeah, but it's been a, it's been a fun ride. 
So, mm-hmm. Ending Happy is season seven, episode 21. It's also ranked 21 oh. on the list. Okay. So, it's pretty high. It's, I'm okay it's, with that. Yeah, no, it's an okay, it's an, yeah. an okay spot. Mm-hmm. There's nothing for where are we because this is this episode immediately following the Monster in the Box episode. Oh, and I watched uh, Lab Rats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. <laughs> no, sorry, not following Monster in the Box. Following yeah, Lab like, Rats. My like, note. I've got to skip in my notes because I had to use my computer for the other one. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I rewatched uh, Lab Rats and it was great. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Good. Yeah, I love Hodges. Yeah. I'm so glad he got a little MVP shout-out. Trent was uh, sitting in the living room with me, and he was playing the Switch um, and just, like, kind of vaguely listening to mm-hmm. it. And there was, there was some funny moments. <laughs> he, he thought it was funny. Um, but, yeah, this one uh, is just as good. Yeah. It's a good episode. This is a standalone episode, so it doesn't have anything to do with the miniature killer. It doesn't really have anything to do with anything that's kind of going on with our characters. It's just kind of a... It's a well-written... Like, 45 minutes. Very concise. Everything loops around to everything else. Yeah. It's funny. It's kind of like a um, a clue game. Yeah, it is like a clue game. That's a <clears> good like way to, to put it. Like, to figure out who did it. Who did it, thing. yes. Because all of these random things happen. There's a lot of people involved, but, mm-hmm. like, they have to really find out, like, who did, yes. who did the deed. And it makes it really, like, a very cool episode. Yeah. I really enjoyed myself watching mm-hmm. it. At the yeah. beginning, I was kind of like, what is happening? But, like, once we kept going and uh-huh. all of that, I was like, okay, I see what they're doing, yeah. and I like it. Brass is hilarious. Brass is, aw- bless his heart, he really kind of goes through the ringer this one. Uh, yeah, interviewing mm-hmm. the girls. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so funny. <laughs> anyway, so, like I said, we don't have anything for where are we, so we might as well just jump right on into this one, because there's nothing we can say to preface it, because it's just its own it's little, its own episode. Own little story, so. Yes. Here we go. So, at Sugarcane Ranch, um, their god, uh, located in the remote part of Nevada. Um, did we ever figure out if it was Nevada or Nevada? Nevada. I don't think it matters. I think people pronounce it both ways. Okay. I'll research while you read. Sorry. No, you're good. That, that was just a, I'm like scarred from like the Morbid episode where they get shit on for pronouncing what they think is the right thing in their People are region. Stupid. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, the body of boxer Lorenzo, quote unquote, happy uh, Morales, is found dead floating in the pool. Um, the the place is actually a brothel, calling with uh, scantily clad women. Oh, <laughs> Indeed. Uh, one of whom pulled the body out of the pool and called the police. As Grissom and Sarah um, head towards the body, um, the an elderly man. Okay, this man. He was so cute. <laughs> I liked him. This elderly man, Milton, uh, <laughs> tells them that somebody shot his wife. Uh, Sheriff Ned um, tells the CSI that uh, Milton's wife died ten years ago from a stroke. <laughs> upon research, uh, uh, upon reaching Happy's body. Um, Sarah sees that there are two holes in his neck, probably from gunshot wounds. Um, he also has a con- contusion over his right eye, mm-hmm. which uh, could possibly be from a previous fight. A broken lawn chair sits at the pool's edge as well. So, like, yeah, dude's been through some stuff. He's, yeah. <laughs> also, like, they address why there's so many, like, elderly people standing around. 
Like there's oh, a trailer. There's that. yeah. There's like a trailer park kind of like near it or whatever. Like an elderly where a lot of older people live, and uh, so they're like just kind of like yeah. They're not visiting the brothel. They're just like that's their neighborhood. <laughs> they just have, and it's pitiful because he's I know a picture he's so of his cute. Wife, yeah, and you can see the arrow <laughs> sticking out of it. <laughs> he shot, shot my wife. <laughs> it was pitiful. Uh, so Brass talks to the brother's owner, Binky. Binky. Oh God. <laughs> And his wife, Doris. Binky tells him Happy had fallen on hard times from sex, drugs, and partying. So he brought him to the brothel and built a boxing ring um, he could train in. Mm-hmm. And, like, Happy, like we said, is a washed-up boxer. Grissom knows who he is. And so, he, which is really funny because I was like, I don't peg Grissom as a boxing fan. But anyway. and I he, think it's more of, like, the psych- psychology of it. Maybe. <laughs> but anyway, he, Grissom mentions that Happy's well-known for... Being able to like withstand several rounds of boxing and being able and to still like stay on his feet, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's so important that, for later. It, it does, yes. Mm-hmm. I, now I remember that. Yep. So Brass uh, points out the irony of bringing a party addict to a whorehouse. No kidding, dumbass. <laughs> um, something that wasn't a very good idea um, in retrospect. Uh, neither Binky, I almost said Blinky, Blinky, Binky, nor Doris know anyone who would want to hurt Happy. And also, I was trying to tell you, um, I'd have to look up the character's name yeah. at the end, but um, he's a very known I will do actor. Yeah. Um, me and Trent really like him. He, he's in like a bunch of stuff. Uh, so, Sarah pulls a rather uh, disgusting filter from the pool. That was nasty. Whoa. I'm sorry. but That like, contains everything from candy wrappers to cigarettes. And condoms. Like, from the uh, pool. Yeah, gross it just, it's just so gross. Uh, Nick observes the beat-up lawn chair and sees a lone cigarette in the ashtray on the ground next to the chair. The cigarette has a red mark on it, um, which Nick guesses is either blood or lipstick. Um, Sarah knows that there's no blood spatter around the pool and guesses that, based on the uh, blood stains on Happy's shirt, he was shot elsewhere and dumped in the pool. Yep. Um, and we will find out later how he ended up in the pool. Yes, <laughs> we will indeed. Brass gets the honor of questioning the girls of the brothel. <laughs> they are and... so, like, cute <laughs> and funny at the same time. It's adorable. Um, Brass always gets stuck with these characters. He really does. Or the pleasure providers. The quote-unquote... That's so funny. They're, yeah. they're not considered they're not. Whores. They're not hookers. Or, like, hookers yeah. is on the street. Yes. And here, they're... Pleasure providers. They're high dollar girls. Uh, yeah. It kind of reminds me of uh, Justified, where there's a brothel. Um, I've Justified. Uh, I, it's, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, so, the people that have watched Justified, this kind of reminds mm-hmm. me. They have, like, campers out back. Yeah. To where they can, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just funny. <laughs> uh, none, of, none of them remember hearing anything unusual the night before, and each have uh, nice things to say about Happy. Um, the girls, mm-hmm. until Brass tells them that they'll be arrested for lying in a homicide investigation if they don't yes. spill the beans. Um, they each change their tune and say Happy was a horrible person. <laughs> who, actually, dude's a creep. Who thought he could get uh, get anything for free, mm-hmm. uh, much to Binky's anger and frustration. Uh, Grissom takes Doris's DNA and finds out that all security feeds are live. Nothing is tapped. Uh, each of the rooms are wired for sound for the girls' protection, which I thought was actually pretty smart. It is. 
I mean, to I'm, a certain degree, I'm I, just like, I don't want to hear that. No, but, but at the same, same time, same in case thing. something happens, and if then you have record yeah, of it. So for sure. We, we like safety here. Oh, yes. We're all pro sure. safety. Um, and Doris <clears throat> can tell if she's getting uh, shortchanged on the financial transactions. Um, Doris says that she didn't hear anything unusual the night before and adds that Happy was a quote unquote child in a man's body. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, ugh. okay. <laughs> uh, that can go somewhere. I don't like that description. Uh, scared that his comeback attempt was going nowhere. I think it's like the the damage that could happen to boxers. Oh, you're probably like right. They mentally, yeah, like he's just not mentally mature. Yeah, um, for his actual we learned age. that she's sleeping with him, and so that's what kind of made it gross. Yeah, but gross. it makes much more sense that it would be boxing and brain damage. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I think she takes advantage of that too. Yeah. Uh, Grissom and Sarah search Happy's living quarters. Uh, they there are pill bottles all over the place. All of which appear to have some uh, from south of the border, mm-hmm. um, as they have no prescription labels and are written in Spanish. They're just—it's just like handwritten. It's like, funny. Labels. I'm like, ugh, <laughs> dude. Um, so Sarah finds blood drops on the floor and blood smears on the cabinets, uh, leading them to think that Happy's trouble started here. Uh, back in autopsy, Doc shows Catherine and Warwick that Happy had several problems with his privates. Yeah, so he takes. <laughs> This conversation. Warwick takes down Happy's body's pants. Yeah. And they're immediately like, oh. <laughs> and Doc's like being medical. He was like, the and testes said, are like. Uh, that's one ugly Johnson. Yeah, she's like, that is disgusting. <laughs> He's got like three times the size of testes. His penis is like, got spots Just as bad. Like, yeah. he, dude's got some kind of disease. Like something going on. And we do Multiple find out what yeah. has caused all that. Yeah. And that's a bad day. We also learned from the girls that he has to take, like, Viagra in order to, like, get it up. To keep, at all. keep it up. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, Happy also has a likely fracture um, on his head. There are linear marks on, on the contusion that turn out to be the letters... Um, N-I-N-C-H. Mm-hmm. At the brothel, Nick searches the room of the quote-unquote pleasure provider, Dream a Little. Dear God. <laughs> she's finds, like real country. She's, she's like she's a country bumpkin. She's like, yeah. Hi, my name's Dream and my daddy named me after the song. <laughs> she starts singing to brass. I know, and she, sounds, she looks like she's a drunk or something. Yes. And she's I'm not. Like, no, she's sober. Uh, they find numerous weapons, uh, one of which is a crowbar that has, uh, quote unquote, made in China engraved on it. Yeah, so he'd been um, hit by Dreamer's crowbar at some yes. point. Uh, so there's blood in the graves. I noticed this. Why are all of these places carpeted? They've got like carpeted living rooms, carpeted bed. Look, no, it just like grossed me out the whole time. This whole like first place of all, it's just made me feel dirty. That it's the mid 2000s. Yeah, and I think it's just like. Cheaper, yeah, it's you know? cheaper. Uh, that in those kind of places, just a carpeted carpet brothel is... just makes me just <gasps> cringe. Can you imagine the smell? No. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> uh, so Dreamna is brought to the station for interrogation. Brass informs her um, that she wiped the fingerprints off the crowbar, but not Happy's blood. She tells Brass that Happy was obsessed with her and always coming to her room, whether she was in the mood or not. Happy would punch her just for fun, and she knows Brass 
Uh, she shows grass, the bruises to prove it. Yeah, she uh, just, like, lifts her dress up and, like, hey, look at this. Underwear and all. Yeah. Yep. She don't care. Uh, the, uh, do you blame her? No. Um, so, Draymond admits to Brass that Happy came into her room the night before and advanced on her. In self-defense, she grabbed the crowbar from under her bed and, um, wrapped him in the head with it, uh, causing him to stagger out of the room. Yeah, girl, get it. Yes. Brass tells tells her that she's just admitted to murder and, and is under arrest. Um, as he has her write her statement, he gets a call from Doc and is told that the blow to the head was not the probable cause. Not the cause yeah, because, like, poor girl. Said. She's like, I killed him. Yeah, it's it's a mess. And Brass has to be like, um, actually, that wasn't what killed him. Sorry. Yeah, You're good. so, <laughs> hold please. So, Doc shows Catherine uh, that the blow to Happy's head caused bruising in his frontal lobe. However, the hit by itself wasn't lethal. Um, he adds that in addition to the brain trauma and the holes in his throat, Happy had, uh, also had needle marks um, all over his body. Catherine notes that Happy was found in a, pool, uh, in a pool and asked if there were any evidence of drowning. The doc replies that there was water and blood in Happy's lungs. However, his neck wound um, transected the trachea, which could have allowed water to enter through his lungs. Yeah, postpartum. Um, <laughs> postpartum. <laughs> shit! I did it again. Dad, <sighs> gummit, Hannah, you're gonna be sitting here pregnant. I know, all. and we'd had to talk about it for like 15 <laughs> minutes before. Post mortem. Post mortem. If he's postpartum. Dear God. No, he ain't. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I'm so sorry. Dad, come on, dude. You're good. As soon as it come out of my mouth and then you said that, I was like, well, shit. <laughs> uh, so, Catherine sees uh, that the neck wounds don't look like bullet wounds. Doc confirms, confirms this and says that there seems to be more straight through puncture. Yeah. Evidence indicates that the neck wound occurred before the blow to the head. Um, at the brothel, Sarah marks some blood evidence found on the ground and tells Nick that there are blood drops heading towards Happy's trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, uh, they're soon approached by Milton, the poor man. little Milton. It's like, who he shows them a framed photo of his late wife with an arrow sticking out of it. And he's like, will this help you? And they're like, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it says, I told you, somebody shot my wife. Bless his heart. He's so cute. Um, in Milton's trailer, Nick hangs the photo back on the wall and sees that there's blood on the arrow shaft. He then goes outside and follows the blood trail to a nearby um, tool shed. There, he finds um, another arrow on the ground and sees that it has a clear shot from his location Mm -hmm. to the window in Milton's trailer, which is pitiful. Yes. Also, Milton, like, starts quoting poetry while he's, like, thinking about his wife or whatever, and Nick's like, that's real sweet. Like, that's real pretty. Like, thanks for it. And he's like, bitch, that's Longfellow. Like, you don't know nothing. Like, you should know that. Yeah. And then Sarah, like, keeps going with the poem after Nick leaves, and it was so cute. I was like, Sarah knows Longfellow. That's... Adorable. Yes. Her and Grissom have also had a little bit of a flirty thing going on this episode. So, like, earlier on, she, like, asked him if he's ever paid for sex and seems real surprised, which I didn't understand. I was like, do you really think Grissom's ever paid for sex? Oh, uh, yeah. Don't but, um, anyway, and he's like, no, sex, like, is supposed to make you feel connected with the person. Instead, it might, like, make you sad or whatever. And he says that Sarah makes him happy. <gasps> and I'm like, we're so close. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, a flashback shows the arrow transecting Happy's neck uh, and crashing through the window into the picture of Milton's late wife. A print from the arrow comes back to Connor Foster, a bartender at the brothel. Yep. 
Um, the drunk Connor is brought to the station, um, but not before collapsing behind his bar. <laughs> which was funny because they were trying to wake him up because he was like slumped over yeah. the bar. And then he told him to get up. And he got up, and then he just immediately hit the floor. Connor, like, he... When you think about how he is, he sounds a lot like like Forrest Gump. Like, he's definitely not not (laughs) completely all there. Yes. Oh, man. It's pitiful. So, back at the station, Connor tells Brass that he hated Happy and shot him in self-defense as he was trying to uh, protect the girls. Connor claims that Happy was a quote-unquote monster... And uh, a black and white flashback shows him staggering around the grounds of the brothel. He looks like a freaking zombie. Yeah, he does. And uh, Connor shot Happy with the crossbow, um, but it didn't didn't do the trick. Happy realized uh, where the shot came from and chased Connor away before he could uh, get off another shot. Yeah, Connor's not a very good shot. No. Uh, Connor is insistent that he didn't kill Happy, but claims that he he would shoot him again if he had the chance. Mm-hmm. However, when confronted with the fact that he likely murdered someone, Connor begins to sob. Just then, Brass gets another call. Gets another call from, from Doc, Doc Robbins. And he tells him that the arrow is not the murder weapon. Connor isn't the guy. It's like, Brass keeps nailing the wrong people for this. And Brass is like, <sighs> here we go again. Oh, yeah. So, Doc informs Captain and Brass that Happy was going into anaphylactic shock. The arrow piercing his neck actually prolonged his life. That's crazy. What like, are the freaking It gave odds? him like an emergency tracheotomy yes. is what he said. Reopening so, like, his airway. <laughs> nuts. So dude's having an allergic reaction. The arrow to his neck opens his airway up so he can breathe. Like, what? So he probably could have lived. Yes. Like if he wouldn't have. Yes. Yeah, to a certain degree. Yeah. Um, so however, the cause of death is not anaphylactic shock. As evidence show that um, this anaphylaxis had enough time to subside mm-hmm. because his throat got opened up. Yep. Um, David enters and reports that anaphylactic shock was caused by shellfish. Uh, Doc finds this odd as there were no uh, shellfish found in Happy's stomach. Uh. <laughs> and we're getting closer, guys. Uh. Getting closer to where that come from. Oh, God. Uh, so, Greg and Hodges go through all the garbage from the brothel and eventually find a partially eaten shrimp tail um, with lipstick on it. Oh, God. It's found that Binky's uh, fingerprints are on the shrimp tails along with Doris's lipstick. He was feeding the shrimp to her. Uh, Doc uh, Robbins I, finds out yeah. um, that the point of entry of for uh, <laughs> Happy's anaphylaxis uh, was through the urethra. So, she gave him a hummer and... <laughs> Shrimp, so I'm just gonna here. I'm ready to, yeah, (laughs) wild. It's it's very funny in the set, like how they do it. That's a terrible way to die. Terrible, (laughs) terrible. Well, at least he can win on a happy note, I guess. Oh my gosh! Oh, oh, happy. Dude ain't that happy. He wasn't. That's not what went down. No. Um, That was not his happy moment. No, it was not. Um, But Brass relays to Grissom that the girls at the brothel told him that Doris and Happy had a thing going on the side. Adding Binky to the mix, making for a nasty love triangle. Yes. (laughs) So we got some issues. So I pulled this because it's very, very funny. 
So Doris and her husband, uh, Binky, yeah, are discussing what happened to Happy, and this is what they say to each other. Yes. There's also something else. Hold on. <laughs> That's why you did it. That's why you fed me the shrimp. I feed you shrimps because I love you. <laughs> I feed you shrimp because I love I you. I feed you shrimps because I love you. I was like, and so cackling. What's funny is that Grissom and Brass are on the other side of the door. This is a live feed. They're using the um, the headset the wire for the room. Yes. Yeah. And then. And then all of a sudden, like Binky looks up and he's like, "Well, shit." He doesn't say that, but yeah. like he's like, he's like trying to get her attention. And like, look, <laughs> and she's like, "All we said was was that was crazy oh that talk. was crazy talk." I love you. I, I love you so much. And then like they go into a hug and brass and Grissom come at the door. He's like, "Okay, <laughs> he's listen like, up." Well, I love you both. Oh my! But you're gosh. both under. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play that because it's hilarious. Title to pursuit of happy. What's what you just said yeah, I, I didn't mean it that was just crazy talk yeah yeah i mean nobody would ever possibly believe not for a single solitary moment i mean not for a single solitary moment that you that i get happy uh come here baby baby come oh, i love you <laughs> that's an awkward scene i love you <laughs> i really do i really do <laughs> And I love you both. <laughs> Bryce is like, and I love you both. I love you both. <laughs> Goodbye. I freaking love him. Oh, they're so stupid. Um, so this goes uh, goes along with this scene. Uh, Grissom and Bryce visit the brothel again and talk to Binky and um, Doris. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bryce mentions that Happy had a, a severe allergic reaction to shellfish. Yeah, we got a little ahead of ourselves. Sorry. <laughs> um, that was introduced to his system through oral oral sex. Yep. Um, Binky has no idea what Bryce is talking about, but yeah, like he did it. Right. Uh, but Doris does, and she like kind of panics. Her eyes widen, and she starts to hyperventilate with <laughs> anger, and that is the most awkward. Like, Come here. Scene. <laughs> I gotta talk to you. <laughs> Pinky takes her into the room uh, to calm her down, and Grissom tells Brass that the rooms are wired for sound. Brass tells him that that um, tells him that listening to the conversation can't be um, used as evidence. Mm-hmm. But Grissom says that Pinky and Doris are the ones who wired the rooms, uh, so it's like you know, yeah, it's, it's kind of their fault. So, uh, as they watch and listen, Doris uh, accuses Binky of feeding her shrimp um, on purpose because he knew Happy was allergic to it Mm -hmm. um, and that he was having a fling with her. Uh, Once they remember that the room is wired for sound, they stop arguing and um, begin their statements. I love you. (laughs) So, that was the the scene that we just uh, Mm -hmm. listened to. So, back in the lab, Grissom tells Catherine that Binky... Uh, used Doris to uh, induce Happy's allergic reaction um, as a test of a test of her uh, fidelity. Uh, Catherine asks who Brass, Brass is going to charge for murder, but Doc stops them and says that neither one of them should be charged. I wrote down, damn it, Doc. <laughs> He's ruining the, the process here. 
Uh, he informs Catherine and Grissom that he found a bite of some kind on Happy's cap. The bite tested positive for snake venom. However, upon further investigation, the injections were straight and uneven, while uh, a rattlesnake's bite is curved um, from the fangs. Uh, Grissom notes that Greg found a syringe in Dreema's room. Mm-hmm. So, we're back to Dreema. We're back to Dreema. So, back in interrogation, Bryce tells Dreema that her blow with the crowbar didn't kill Happy, but injecting him with snake venom did. Yep. The syringe found in her room contained snake venom, and it had her DNA on it. Mm -hmm. While the crowbar hit um, may have been self-defense, this was premeditated. Bryce figures that she and Connor hooked up, um, cooked up the scheme together and tells her that Connor gave her up. Um, However, she seems to see through the lies. She admits uh, to milking the rattlesnake and uh, coming up with the idea herself. Because, okay. Yes. She's a snake handler. Or she her cut, daddy. My daddy was a snake handler, and I got the same gifts that he did. <laughs> and so I... And it's just like a flashback. And she's good. like holding the rattlesnake. It's so weird. Uh, and she milks them herself. Yeah. Like, so Dream is a little off. But. She's, yeah. Anyway. So Bryce then interrogates Connor, who says that Dreama thought up the plan... Uh, but he was the one who stick, stuck the syringe into Happy's cat. She used Connor because Connor was kind of obsessed with her. Yes. Yeah. And he would do anything for her. Uh-huh. Um, he then carried the body and dumped it in the culvert, thinking Happy was dead. Mm-hmm. He was not. No, Happy was not indeed in fact, uh, dead. No. Catherine, Grissom, and Nick lay out the crime scene photos and try to create an accurate timeline of the night's events. It's determined that the snake venom was entered into Happy's system first. Mm-hmm. A few hours later... A few hours before his death, um, attempted murder with the conspiracy to commit. Mm-hmm. Happy then awoke in the culvert um, and went to look for Dreema. He found Doris instead, which, <laughs> to comfort him. Yeah, to comfort him because he's so upset. She's like, here, come here, Because he doesn't child. feel good. Yeah. He's, in the flashback, I says that he just doesn't feel he's good. He's like, I don't feel good. And she's like, um, I can fix that with my shrimp mouth. Which, <laughs> <laughs> then, um, so Doris is... Where the shellfish gets introduced into mm-hmm. the system, um, which was intent on Binky's part. Heading into the anaphylactic shock, Happy then staggered into the night, presumably um, on his way to his trailer to get his um, EpiPen. There, Connor shot Happy with a crossbow, um, partially, uh, um, curing him, yeah. Yeah, partially curing him and giving curing him, him time to get his EpiPen from his trailer. Mm-hmm. Which, that in turn, is assault with a deadly weapon. Yes. Um, Happy then realized that Dreema, um, what Dreema did to him, or just wanted some action, uh, and went to comfort, uh, confront her. Uh-huh. Uh, she responded by hitting him with a crowbar. Like, shit, you ain't dead yet. Yes. Whack. Like, she, yeah. Um, so, Happy then staggered over to the pool, sat in the lawn chair, puffed on a cigarette, and collapsed into the water. Uh, when the chair underneath him gave gave out. Yes. Despite all this, Nick believes the defense attorney is going to come to one crafty conclusion. The lawn chair did it. The lawn... Okay. And the lawn chair... <laughs> the lawn chair is referenced at the beginning of this episode while they're it talking is. to Binky because he tells Happy, like, hey, you're not contributing around here. I've gave you a place to live. I'm going to help you train. He was like, look at this lawn chair you're sitting in. This is a piece of crap. I need you to grab a tool and fix this. And Mm -hmm. he doesn't. And that is what killed him. Yes. Because the water goes in through the hole in his his neck. Yes. 
And so at the end, um, Doc is shown topping the autopsy report, listing every single thing that went that <laughs> went through. And it's like, can you imagine? <coughs> Excuse me. Can you imagine that that poor man? I mean, I'm not saying that it was right or wrong. Yeah. It's just it was sad. Well, and dude's a boxer. He goes through all these rounds, as yeah. the some calls him, uh-huh. still standing, yeah. still happy. It's his own self that really, his laziness and not fixing that chair yeah. that ended up killing that, him. Because he was just kind of sitting there like, well, and he through like all this leaned. crap. Yeah. Yeah. Because at first I thought it was like the with him smoking and because like smoke is coming out. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so weird. Ew. And uh, because that... That homemade uh, tracheotomy. Yes. And it's a, wi- it's a wild episode. It was a but wild it's a well written episode. And like everything comes around, impressive. everything means something. That I appreciate because it's very creative. But work. I do like uh, Nick's conclusion as to like they can't charge anybody. For no. This you can't prove any of it. They just kind of hurt the him. Defense, but. <laughs> the defense is going to come back and say, well, the chair did it. He fell out of the chair because it was. He would have lived if he hadn't fell out of the chair. Yeah. Which is true. I mean, yeah. Which is sad in and of itself. <laughs> yes, it is. So, like, did the EpiPen kind of counteract the snake venom, too? Yes, I believe so. I don't think... To, I like, keep it at bay to where... Until yeah, and I don't think that they put enough snake venom in him, possibly, like, to make it to where... To cause it to... Yeah. Yeah. I don't... I think the EpiPen helped with that Kinda, as well yeah okay i was thinking about that i was like well the first initial thing was the snake venom mm-hmm. so he could have went into like this crazy shock anyway yeah but um and then all all of that like because he's like i don't feel good like something's wrong Something's wrong. <laughs> and um and so that's when doris introduces the shellfish yep what a place to I, introduce oh my gosh your shellfish uh allergy oh, can can't. you imagine <laughs> No. Tried to explain that in the emergency room. <laughs> hey, listen. I didn't actually eat any. <laughs> I came in contact in a eight. certain way. <laughs> I got eight! <laughs> I got eight! Oh, God, I'm impressed with myself. Oh, that one. was good. <laughs> oh, my word. So, that is the end. <laughs> that is Happy's end of ending happy. So, I have a couple of notes for fashion. Not very much. But Grissom's return of his straw hat. Because they're out in the daylight. And it's so cute. Stop it. It's it's so cute. It's it's not fashionable, but it is cute. It is. uh, We'll let that pass. Sarah's hair has improved a lot. It looked very good this episode. It was like slightly curled. There was no weird layering going on. She looked great. Yeah. Nick was wearing this like huge ass belt buckle. On his jeans. Like, I mean, like, massive. Like, dude, this ain't the rodeo. (laughs) Calm down. You're digging condoms out of a pool. Like, you buckle. So So disgusting. That's all I had for fashion. Greg was barely in this episode. He had, like, two little scenes. His hair looks good. That's the only thing I noticed. Yeah. I noticed that in the Lab Rats episode that he's he's looking good. He's looking pretty good. Oh, and also, going back to Lab Rats, Mm -hmm. when Grissom was handing out the um, things. Assignments. Did you see, did you see Warwick's, like? Yes. I'm like, yes, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Finally. Anyways. Oh, I love it. So do we have anything else to say about this episode before we get ranking and all of that stuff? 
And besides, it's, the writing is smart. It's a lot. It it's was funny. impressive. Yeah. I, I had a good time with yeah. it. I didn't think I would, but I did. Yeah, because it starts out a little weird. It starts out a little slow. And I was but, like, where are we going with yeah. this? Why do I care mm-hmm. about this boxer guy? Yeah. And then we get going. So, for Case and characters, I gave Case a four. Yeah. For all the reasons that we just said. Mm-hmm. Because it's very smart. It's a good, like, it's a real very concise. Very creative. Very creative. And it's, it, it doesn't tangle easily. No. You know everything, I mean? Like, it's, like, pretty. Everything <clears throat> has an out. It kind of keeps you on your seat, edge of your seat. Yeah. Of like, what, okay, who killed it? It because, moves quickly. I, yeah. I thought it was very, very good. Characters, I only gave it a one because nothing yeah. really happens with our characters. They're kind of swept up in the midst of all of this mess. It's more the case. It's the, the case. It's a case episode. So yeah. overall, that gives it about a three, which I think is all right. It's still pretty good. Yeah, um, and I do like the placement of this episode. I do. I think it's worth. I think it's worth twenty one for yeah. sure. MVP. I put down Doc. Yeah, as the MVP. He, yeah, because they. I mean, he. You know, ultimately. <laughs> He's the one that untangles this mess, this insane web. Because he has to like start from like the head injury to the um the allergic reaction in the nether regions. Yeah, down to his leg where the snake bite is. Snake bite. Yeah, and then his like. Yeah, it's tracheotomy. And it's, I mean, Doc it's had a lot of work hands. for Doc in this yeah. episode. So and he, he did pretty good. He did it with flying colors. So yeah. Doc gets yeah. his little MVP. I was going to say him and then like Brass. Just Brass as a comedic too. relief. Right. Yeah. yeah. Brass had to go through and <laughs> when Dream has started singing to him, he goes, goes, Do I look like Paula Abdul to you? <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love him. He's so good. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, this one was a winner. Yeah, it was good. For me. It was good. Very, very good. So, thank you all for joining us on this journey with Happy. Yes. Happy the boxer. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and and, his, and like his shellfish nuts. This. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Uh, I, at first, I, I keep saying, wanting to say happy ending. Yeah, me too. And it's not. It's ending happy. happy. And then you fit. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's an okay title. It's. It'll do. It'll do. Uh, we've had worse. We had so much uh, worse. <laughs> when it comes to the title, oh. we've had worse. I think the Pirates one is the one that takes oh, the cake. Oh, God. The worst title yes. for me. Then yeah. Rashomana. Like, what the fuck is what that? What the hell does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah. Oh, well. Anyways. Anyway, thank you oh, folks for listening. Lindsay told me, like, what that was. <gasps> and now I can't remember. Lindsay, help. Because. <laughs> Lindsay. Give your input, please. Yes, text Emily. Just text me. You hear this? And, uh, because I remember you text me about it, and then I can just completely. Yeah, because I, I've got to know. Yeah. I've got to know what the hell that means. Yes. So thank you, folks, for listening. We will see you next week with the finale of season seven. Of the seven. When season the seven. miniature killer case wraps itself right up. Oh, thank God! With a nice, neat little bow. Yes. So have an I'm excellent curious. week, right? Have an excellent week, and we will see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.